when I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, What no eye has seen? What no ear has heard? And what no human mind has conceived? The things God has prepared for those who love Him. These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. New International Version. We need the Holy Spirit of God. Without the Spirit's help, Jesus is merely one of thousands of individuals crucified in history, only an example of someone martyred for His faith. Yet, Jesus was infinitely more. Christians discern Jesus as the Son of God and Savior of the world. Through Christ's life, death, resurrection and ascension, people can be redeemed from empty lives, saved from destructive life patterns, and given the kind of security and purpose which God intended from the beginning. The Spirit's role is to take these redemptive events of Jesus and apply them to our lives. Thus, Christian Trinitarian theology understands we are unable to see the truth about the cross of Jesus Christ unless God the Holy Spirit, sent by God the Father and the Son, breaks into our lives and does an intervention, showing us our denial about how we are really doing, as well as our delusions about who we really are. Admitting we need the Holy Spirit of God means the power of Christianity and the Christian life rests with Jesus Christ and Him crucified, and not with us. We are, in many ways, powerless. I realize this is not a popular message, especially in Western society. Tell the average American they are powerless, and they'll think you're off your rocker. It sounds ridiculous. Some would argue that we have done well, thank you very much, on our own. We have a couple of cars, a house, a job, and a family. After all, we worked hard, and we did it. However, any worldly success we gain, and getting the things we want, may lead us to the delusion we have the power to do whatever we want. Oh, sure, we might reason, we have problems just like everybody else. After all, we cannot control everything. But we are not completely powerless just because we have difficult circumstances and a few problem people in our lives. God will step in a takeover where I leave off, right? Wrong. Apart from the Holy Spirit of God, we are unable to become Christians and live the Christian life. If we believe we manage our lives fine, with some help from God, then we might be in denial about how much we place ourselves at the center of the world. And believe we should be able to deal with whatever comes at us in life. When our consistent response to adversity, or the realization we are not handling something well, is to try and fix ourselves, we are living the delusion we have the power to change. A reflexive response in asking Google to find answers to our problems, dealing privately with our personal issues, expecting our willpower to be enough, passively resigning ourselves to mediocre lives because we have tried to change or be different then this means we are feeding the delusion we do not really need the Holy Spirit of God. But just need more effort or information to overcome my problems. And when more doesn't solve our issues, we easily become discouraged. We need the true power source of the Christian life. We need the Holy Spirit applying the work of Jesus Christ to our lives so that we can live a victorious life. Unfortunately, it typically takes a tragedy or crisis to break our delusion of power, a bad marriage, a family member's addiction, a runaway child, 
a terminal illness, a bankruptcy, a death. How bad do you and I need to hurt before we will admit we are not managing our lives well, at all, and that the real power to change resides with the Holy Spirit? There is power in the cross of Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul believed this with all his heart. Although Paul was an intelligent and learned person, he did not rely on his abilities but on proclaiming the power of Jesus and in crucified. The crucifixion of Christ was a past action with continuing and forceful ripples into the present time. The cross of Jesus is more than an historical event, it is an ongoing reality to experience for victory over all the brokenness of this world and all the mess we have made of things putting ourselves at the center of the universe. The Reformer, John Calvin, repeatedly instructed and encouraged his Geneva congregation that the Spirit joins us to Christ, assures us of salvation, and grows us in confidence through the Scriptures. Calvin, although a genius, did not rely on his intellect or abilities but insisted we need the Spirit's witness to mature as followers of Jesus. There are tough situations and incredibly sad realities which are mysteries beyond our comprehension. They defy simplistic answers and are greater than our attempts to explain them. Hard problems stretch our faith. And they ought to cause us to cry out to God and Christ's Church for help because we are powerless to manage our lives. We absolutely and totally need the Holy Spirit of God. Without the Spirit, we are lost. But with the Spirit we experience the saving power of Christ's cross to deal with everything in our lives. The serenity prayer, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as the pathway to peace, taking, as Jesus did, this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that He will make all things right if I surrender to His will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with Him forever in the next. Amen.